Hey folks, welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie. Your favorite redheaded boy. The favorite redhead of America and teenagers everywhere. But specifically us. Most specifically us. American teens. <laughs> Megan and Ezra. <laughs> yes. We're not teens. Neither of us. We're old. We were at one point, though. Most people were. Not everyone. But Archie is forever. Yeah, and so are the rest of his gang. Um, everyone's kind of just caught in a time bubble in Riverdale, unless it's convenient to age them up. Or Dilton builds a time machine. Right. Or Betty and Veronica stumble into some weird time thing. Right, yeah. Some kind of wormhole that's focused in a diner or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of people who seem to, like, come into Riverdale, and this is where you get some of the... Uh, we mentioned some them, I think, wacky in the, hijinks. the first episode, we mentioned some of the celebrity parodies? Yes. Which are maybe one of my favorite recurring things they do. Yes. We were recently reading a, uh, a celebrity cameo. Let me just, let me just find it here. Yeah, go for it. Um, we, we didn't even realize at first that it was a celebrity cameo. So we were flipping through one of our many Archie comics that we mm-hmm. just have on hand, uh-huh. and Betty... Is like out for a walk with I think Archie and Jughead just mm-hmm. hanging out around town. And Veronica do. runs up so excited to tell her Yes. What tell her Tell about her that her new um because that's what she does. <laughs> just about. No. <laughs> Maxfield Standin will oh. be at her house any minute. Okay. Um she and Betty both scream in excitement. Jughead has no idea who that is. And uh, Veronica goes on to explain he's a consultant at Daddy's Aeronautics Plant, and he's an astronomer. Very specific. So we were looking at this comic, too. and this character is very clearly a parody of some other person. Yeah, or yeah, specifically going for a specific look. He's wearing a white suit. He has flowing brown hair. He kind of looks like an anime character. We're like, this is definitely someone. Yeah, this has got to be but a we, reference. We don't know this reference. Yeah, until... Until we looked it up. Yeah, we googled Maxfield stand-in. Um, which I'm sure many of you already know. <laughs> well, is we, in fact Maxfield Stanton, Sailor Moon villain. Yeah, surprisingly enough. Yeah. Uh, he is, what, one of the tuxedos, right? You know he's Sailor not Moon one better of, he's than I He's one do. of, like... Ah, God, it's been so many years since I've watched Sailor Moon. I'm trying to go to that page you put into our shared Google Doc here, but... Oh, okay, I think I found it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Um, that specific comic's from 1997, so that fits perfectly with the time But he is one of, uh, like, the... No, I can't. I can't explain his history. We're going to have to pull up a page about him for that. (laughs) I was not planning on doing, so... That's me dropping the ball. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Ezra, can you just vamp for me, please? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're looking at it here, and, like, the twist of the comic, like, to talk a little bit more about that, is they're just gaga over him. I thought he was kind of a Fabio-esque character, but we then found out he's an anime boy. Animu, whatever uh, the people say these days. Do they not say anime? Some people say animu. It kind of freaks, freaks me out a little bit, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Why? Uh, why do they say it, or why does it freak me out? Why do they say it? Um, I wish I knew. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then the twist in the comic is that his wife walks in, 
and they're just blown away yes, by the fact that this man Molly, could be married. Yes. Who is also a reference to the Sailor Moon uh, show and right. probably comic series. I'm um, sure. So, okay, I pulled up the page now, and Maxfield Stanton is the millionaire alter ego of Nephlight, the second of Queen Beryl's Warriors of the Negaverse. Well, okay. So, so he the also woos the character Molly in uh, Sailor Moon. Oh, um, okay. There we go. Molly. Yeah, so they're both references to Sailor Moon. That's a weird little Which is not in. something I had ever seen or, I guess, picked up on in an Archie comic. And it's also very interesting because a lot of the times when they do a reference like that, it's an actual person showing up in Riverdale. Yes, which we have seen a lot of. Uh, yeah, many times. Like, I mentioned the Bruce Bingstein uh, with Betty. <laughs> yes. Where I think she runs into him at, like, a record store. A record store. store, and she's sad that she didn't get tickets to his show, and he's like, I've got extra tickets. And she's, <laughs> she's like, like, you're Bruce ah! Bingstein! Uh, and they go on a crazy date, and it turns mm-hmm. out to be a really nice guy, and he, like, sends her Except she's, like, and... attacked by his fans or something. Oh, yeah. That's right. They freak out because they find out that he's They're like, on a is date that with his her. girlfriend? Yeah. And then they tear all of her clothes off. Yeah. I think she comes home pretty torn up or yeah, something. Yeah, her mom's like, what the fuck happened? Bruce is just like, sorry I abandoned you to the throngs back there, but, yeah. you know, I can't have that happen to me. I'm a movie star or whatever mm-hmm. I am. Um, One of which... my favorites... Yeah. Is the uh, many times that Friends comes up. Right. Um, Which we have a few instances of that happening. Yes. There Um, is the episode where we can't for the life of us remember his name. Matt LeBlanc is... uh, Parodied. Yeah. Whatever his parody name is. The one with Matt LeBlanc. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. The one with Matt LeBlanc. And he's the star of the popular sitcom Pals, of yes, course. Yes, yes. And so he I, is, uh, Betty's mom was his babysitter. That's right. When he was a kid. Oh my god! Which is how he comes into play and he just comes to visit his old babysitter, as you always do. No, yeah, I'm always dropping um, in Morgan. Especially when you're famous. Right. So. Also implying that either Mrs. Cooper is not from Riverdale or Matt LeBlanc is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Also which, I don't know which is weirder, honestly. Mrs. Cooper, um, you mean Alice Cooper? <laughs> yes, that's right, Alice Cooper. <laughs> Always got to remember that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Betty and Veronica are thrilled to meet him, and mm-hmm. they absolutely expect him to be just like his character Joey from the TV show. Do they call him Joey, or is it like Bowie? Or I don't remember. Jimmy. <laughs> but they do um, just go through every embarrassing stereotype where they're like, no, he's probably gonna break all our expensive vases! And he's like, actually, I'm a super athlete. And he, like, does a backflip. I think he does, like, a standing front flip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they're like, wow, a standing front flip! To just tell us what it was. Right. Because all they um, showed is, like, him in the air and then, like, a twirly air trail. <laughs> yeah. And then him on his feet again. Like, they also assume he's really stupid and then he's like, actually, I have advanced math degrees or something. The whole comic is just and Betty then, and Veronica insulting him in different ways. Yes, this famous celebrity yes. they love. Yes. And then the last thing is that Betty's mom ordered pizza for everyone and they're like, oh god, he probably hates pizza because his character loves pizza. Right. And he's like, no, That's actually. That's not how people work. <laughs> I also love pizza. We I, have that in common. <laughs> The and only that's the thing. fun ending that we get there. And the, the, I'd also like to say the drawing of Matt LeBlanc is really weird, because if I remember, he doesn't really have eyes. Yeah, they, he's got, like, big teeth. Yeah. 
the, the drawings of these celebrities never <laughs> they quite don't look, look right. like the rest of the comic right because it's clearly trying to be a person and not a and, comic book character yeah archie doesn't look like people like that yeah. art style unless we're talking about the new look mm-hmm. which i might get into a bit later um yes. but the new look is very you know that's not canon archie <laughs> yeah these days we throw that out yeah and but, there's also the one with the coffee shop. Yes. Which, would you like to tell that one? Because I don't remember much of it, honestly. So, Veronica wants to open her own coffee shop because it's such a cool thing that they have in Friends. They all hang out at a coffee shop together all the time. Right. I don't know why she doesn't see the obvious parallel of the chocolate shop. Right. That Literally they always the hang out at all the time. But she does not. No. And her dad's like, yeah, okay, you can run a coffee shop. And then she leaves the room and her mom, in one of her rare appearances, is like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, I've already got somebody lined up to run that place. I'll just let her see how actually hard it is. That's and fantastic. Fail, and then I'll have a real person run it. Because she tries to do the Rachel of the group while also running it. Yes. Which is the thing, Rachel didn't run the coffee shop. <laughs> no, she, she was a bad waitress. She who I guess runs it. Yeah, I don't know why she wanted to buy her own coffee shop. I'm sure Riverdale has at least one coffee shop. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't see... And I think part of the comic is her, like, sitting down to chat, and then her boss is like, you can't do that, you're working. No, she doesn't have a boss, she's the oh, boss. Oh, that's right, she's the boss. But she's just she, not making um, drinks for anyone? What happens is that all her friends get there, mm-hmm. and she has, like, one other person there working, and she's like trying to hang out with her friends, and they're like, oh, we need help, there's all these other customers, because I guess she didn't think about the fact that other people besides the gang would come. <laughs> and it's apparently also Blizzard, so well, no one else <laughs> no one else can come in to help with the, like, work. Right. Because she's not supposed to be, like, the only person there. But they all get snowed out, and then Jeez, she's yeah. like, why are all these people here then? And they're like, because it, sh- it sucks out, and we want coffee. Yeah. And oh my god, I don't remember most of this. She takes a bunch of orders for, like, fancy coffee, and there's some, you know, jokes about how people order coffee stupid. Oh god. And then she's like, I'll just slip them this normal stuff instead. <laughs> like, anyone who ordered anything but black coffee isn't gonna notice that it's black coffee. It's very distinct. And then she, like, can't carry a tray with mugs on it and, like, throws them at people, but the gang all catches it and it's fine. <laughs> I think Jughead makes a comment about suing her, or how they could have sued her. Oh my god. And then everybody becomes an angry mob, and she, like, yells at her friends to help her, Mm. and says she'll pay them triple or something. Oh, that does sound right. And then all the profits go to paying the gang, and she doesn't make any money, and also hates coffee, and, uh... It just... Basically, it's a She asks her dad to not have her be in charge of it anymore, and he's like, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. Probably for the best, it sounds like. You had one day where you ruined everything. Yeah. Like... To be fair, I don't think most 17-year-olds are equipped to run any businesses. No, definitely not. I mean... That's, there's a lot of things there that just that shouldn't have gone as far <laughs> like as they should Maybe one have. adult should have been on the premises at some point. Yeah, maybe he could just kind of follow her and be like... Since he apparently has nothing else to do, Yeah. as we discussed last time. Right, I do remember also, oh, there's one issue, I think, or it might be the beginning of the cof- the one with the coffee shop. Uh, but they're, like, watching Friends, or I'm sorry, Pals, Pals. Yes. They're watching Pals, and they're just talking about how much they love it. 
I I don't remember anything else. They're just like talking about like, oh, in that time, boss got the monkey, and it was so silly. <laughs> and just like they're just reminiscing yes. about the fake show that is the real show. Yeah, it's they a very also, strange um, thing. I think the intro of that they're talking. Betty and Veronica are talking about how cool the show is, and they're like. There's a, a gag about, um, who'd have thought sitting around drinking coffee was cool? Our parents have been doing that for years. Oh my god. And only parents drink coffee. And then the end gag is that, uh, Mr. Lodge says, I hope you learned a lesson from this, Veronica. And she says, to take up drinking tea and I'll do it without my friends. Oh my god. That's... <laughs> so you know she's really learned a lot from this whole experience. She's really grown as a person, it sounds like. <laughs> she's going to, uh, just uh, run away from the problem. And yep. avoid her friends. Self-isolating. There you always go. a solution. Very effective. Yes. <laughs> Especially in times of turmoil. But there's been other people that have dropped in. Uh, I, I know there was a Rachel Ray one at one point. Oh, of course there was. Where they were just so stoked to meet Rachel Ray, and they were being invited by Mr. Lodge. And I think it just ended with her like getting out of a limo and running up to them all so fast that they couldn't register like her presence in front of them. And they're like... Oh, she's a whirlwind. Whoa. She just goes so a mile a minute. Like, that's the thing. She, that's her appearance. She gets out of a limo. They've got, like, that air trail going between each of them. And then she's back in the limo. Wow. That's Rachel Ray. Or it's, like, Rachel May or something <laughs> like that, you know? Some very loosely disguised name. Right. Like Sherry Bobbins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I know there's been some good band ones too right yes oh i know there's a kiss crossover oh yeah well music's always been a big thing in archie like yes because the archies of course are a band right an actual band a fictional band based on the show Mm -hmm. and i was just reading um that in 1969 wow the a hit song, Sugar Sugar, which I'm sure you recognize from our intro music, Yes, was the number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart for four weeks. Yeah, okay. So, Sugar wow. Sugar was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad song, honestly. I like... 69. <laughs> nice. And, um, yeah, the Archies, they've always had a lot of band-related stories. They, yeah. They Often with Josie band. and the Pussycats yes, involved somehow. Josie and the Pussycats. Sometimes Sabrina is also involved, yeah. just as like a friend that hangs out with all of them. Yeah, what there's a there's a lot of there. plot lines with like rival bands called like the Misfits, which is a real band. The shitty band, angry people, <laughs> and they're like they sloppy guys yeah. who like sabotage their band <laughs> like, or whatever. Cut the brakes on the Archie's van. Right, and they go off the road though. It always backfires. I, I also, if I may, I have the um, uh, Wikipedia page for the Archies, the band yes. pulled up. I'd like to just read through Please. some of it for you. Um, so, uh, the fictional lineup is one of the articles. Uh, play a variety of contemporary pop music, which I think they refer to as bubblegum pop, right? Um, yes. Which is, yeah. I, I don't know quite what other songs would be bubblegum pop, but... Just think of Sugar Sugar, and that gets you a good picture. Yeah. But the lineup is Archie Andrews on vocals and rhythm guitar, Reggie Mantle on bass and vocals. Mm-hmm. They all are on vocals, I think, except for Jughead, who plays the drums. Yeah. Uh, and then Betty is vocals, lead guitar, and percussion sometimes. Yeah. Um, and Doesn't then Veronica... she play the triangle? <laughs> yeah. Or like a tambourine, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Veronica's vocals in the keyboard. Um, and they... 
sometimes perform like within the context of a comic like they'll have like multiple pages where they just show them all playing and like a fun background and then they'll just like have like lyrics to the song and it doesn't mm-hmm. really translate well um but also i would just like you to um i'm going to name some archie uh songs here yeah and i'm gonna tell have you tell me whether it's a real song or a fake song okay, okay. so what do you mean like a real song that was made by the Archies. For the real band? Yes, or so a fake I'm going... song that was from the show? Or are you making up fake songs? Uh, both. So okay. I'm going to read some titles of their singles. These are their hit singles. Okay. Um, and some will be fake and some will be real. Okay. And each one you're going to have to tell me if you think it's real or fake. Okay. So the first one we'll start with is Bang Shang-A-Lang. Real. Yes. Skibbity Bop. Hmm. I'm going to say... I'm going to say fake. That is fake. Good. Um... How about Strangers in the Morning? That sounds intense. And I feel like it's fake, so I'm going to say real. That is real. Yes. And then here, the B-side, um, Friends at Night. No, fake. That is fake, yes. Okay. <laughs> Good job. You got like 100% somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, Archie the best. <laughs> um, here, how about this one? Um, feeling so good, and then parentheses, <laughs> and then parentheses, uh, Scooby-Doo. What? Feeling so good, parentheses, Scooby-Doo. Real. Yes, and for bonus points, I want you to tell me how Scooby-Doo is spelled. Oh, no. Is it S-C-U-B-I? No. Damn it. Oh, that, you were so close. It's actually apparently an acronym. Um, oh. <laughs> S-K-O-O-B-Y hyphen D-O-O. Huh. I don't know what that is. Um, and then we'll do this last one here. Um, Together We Two. I don't know about that one. Fake. That is real. Uh, ah, almost, a, you know, 100%. But yeah. Yeah, so there's some of the other songs, because I got to admit, I don't know any Archie's song. No, except I only for Sugar, know Sugar Sugar Sugar. Yes. Um, but it looks like also that the lineup of the band was a billion people, because it's got the past members, and it just lists the gang. But then it says actual, Ron Dante, Tony Wine, Jeff Berry, Donna Marie, Bobby Bloom, Chuck Rainey, Gary Chester, Dave Appel, Joey Macho. That's a lot of people. Ron Frangipane. <laughs> Andy Kim, Sal DeTroya, and Sue Logan. So it seems like they had some heavy turnover there. Wow. But there's a little bit of the history of the Archies for you. Um, which, if you haven't heard Sugar Sugar, I actually recommend it. It's, yeah, the real version of it. Not yeah, not our, our midi version. Because <laughs> you're not going to pay for that. No. Um, but yeah, like, it's not bad. It's just, it's pop music that was made to market a comic book and TV yes. show, so it's... Wikipedia defines bubblegum pop as pop music that is simple and marketed to preteens. Oh, okay, so um, that's really well. And suggests also. another example as, uh, how much is that doggy in the window? Oh, that's a horrible song. <laughs> I hate that song so much. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, just like it sounds like pain. Cause it, do you, have you heard that song? I know the song. It's just like, this. Uh, God, uh, listeners, if you haven't heard it, I highly recommend it, but it's just like this little girl going, how much oh, is there's some original version you're referencing? I don't know. I just know that I've heard a version of it and I okay. hate it. It really creeps me out. I don't know. People just sing it in movies a lot, I feel like. Oh, I don't. I've the only, I think I know it from one source, but 
Anyway. Weird. Yeah, so the Archie's music is, or Bubblegum Pop is kind of the Archie comic of music, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very simple, aim for preteens. Yes. Um, but, yeah, like, we got kind of off track there, but... But the Archies have met with many bands over the years, right. including a Kiss crossover, mm-hmm. uh, they met with the Ramones at one point. Wow, of course, okay. there's the real band, the Veronicas, oh, right. that did have also a crossover issue with Archie Comics. We actually learned recently was part of a lawsuit right. by Archie Comics against the Veronicas, which is citing that they were using the name of Veronica Lodge. That Archie comics are always wholesome, and so I guess they didn't think the band was wholesome enough to represent Archie. Which I didn't think. I mean, I don't know the Veronicas that well, but they didn't seem particularly like grungy or <laughs> yeah. like edgy. And they do look like Veronica in that they're two white girls with dark brown hair. That's a lot of America. And though, uh, a lot of other bands probably also fit that Tegan bill. And Sarah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what they actually look like. I just know it's two white girls. I think one of them is blonde, maybe, or oh, was okay. at one point. But anyways, um, the Veronicas actually took their name from the movie Heathers. Oh. When Winona Ryder's character says, no, I'm a Veronica. And they oh. were like, she's a cool girl. We'll name our cool girl band after her. That makes a lot of sense, It's a lot more than Veronica Lodge. Yeah, because I always assumed it was Veronica Lodge. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So if you haven't watched Heather's, give that a shot oh my too, God, and then so listen good. to the Switchblade Sisters episode about it. Yeah, which we'll is just amazing. Plug that for a second. Switchblade Sisters, dope podcast with April Wolf, uh-huh. uh, fantastic female film critic. But yeah, um, Heather's definitely watch. But yes, and so the Veronicas, for part of their settlement in that lawsuit, did a crossover episode and some cross promotion with Archie Comics. Right, which is a weird way for that whole thing to go. It really is. Like yeah, so... Archie was like, "Let's draw some lines here," and they're like, "Let's do it by having you be part of us now." Yeah. So was that Archie losing? Like, I don't really did, know. Is that because that seems like a good thing for the Veronicas? Yeah. So is that like? Although maybe not. Do they want to be associated with Archie Comics? I mean, I guess if that's not their inspiration, then probably not. Probably doesn't. Like I said, no bad publicity. No, no. Wait. All publicity, publicity is, is good, good publicity. publicity. <laughs> Not no publicity is bad publicity. Yeah. <laughs> I like that though because it's also true. Yes. This probably doesn't need to be stated as obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but Archie's. I, I mean, we've talked about it so much, but Archie's just done a lot of weird crossovers. Yes. I mean, you have in front of you right now an Archie that I got from my store. That's. I mean, there's a few crossovers, but specifically Archie and Batman 66, which is specifically Archie hanging out with Adam West's Batman. And it also includes appearances from that wonderful uh, Selena Kyle Catwoman, who was the actress. Is that Julie Taylor? I don't know. But the Cesar Romero Joker shows up, complete with painted over mustache. Like, it's a wild stuff. We also have Archie versus Predator here. Yes, one of the fantastic horror ones. Harley and Ivy meet Betty and Veronica. Which I'm very excited about. Um, yes, I, I, I flipped look forward to reading. And uh, Reggie at one point dresses up as the Joker for a costume contest, I think, and is trying to make it with Ivy and Harley. It's a very good gag where Harley says, Puddin! And then shoves him out of the way to go get some pudding cups. Yeah, I'm just going to have to read this because I can't even think what to say about it. It's just... The I'm wildest excited about stuff. it. I mean, you know, comics are known for their crossovers, but mm-hmm. I feel like Archie's just gone 
really crazy with it over yeah. its 80 years. And that might just be because it is 80 years old. And looking around online, we saw that there was at one point a Glee crossover. Which makes sense. Um... Because that was um, and, so And hard. that did involve Dilton Doily's magical portal. Oh, God. That, I guess, part of Riverdale and then the New Directions from Glee swap places. Oh, my God. And then they were hiding. It's like Turtles in Time. Uh, I'm also just looking, I'm looking at your screen and I just see the sentence, Veronica is repeatedly doused with slushies. <laughs> and that's it. Why that's would that the sentence. happen, even? Uh I feel like that was the thing they did when they were bullying people in Glee. I watched the beginning of Glee and not the 85 million seasons that pursued it. It got rough, um, honestly. I did, I did watch like a fun hi- highlight reel about how Mr. Shu is actually the worst, he, which I agree with. Yeah, I would agree with that, even with the limited context I have, honestly. Yeah, there was um, one scene where a girl is like, I don't feel comfortable wearing this skimpy outfit, so I'm not going to. And he was like, how dare you selfishly put your own comfort before the good of the... the... Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I don't know, man. That is wild. Um, so according to this this little overview, there's just all kinds of hijinks. And then in the same list of weird Archie moments, uh, we have Glenn Scarpelli comes to Riverdale... And he, everybody remembers, I'm sure, child star of the 1980s. My favorite. Uh, starring as Alex on the popular sitcom One Day at a Time. Oh, yeah. Also made a few appearances on The Love Boat. Those really, and you know, stood the test of time. Still uh, some of the most popular series, I'm sure. Yes, and we can see in this little picture that it does look like the Archies are playing in their band. Um, and the boys are lamenting the fact that... Glenn Scarpelli has everything, including Betty and Veronica, <laughs> uh, which who seems, are both kissing him. We've also mentioned that a lot because it's usually a celebrity like wooing one of. If it's a male celebrity, they yes. woo the women. If it's a female celebrity, the win, the men lust after her, but they also well, do apparently not woo her. his father Henry Scarpelli was a longtime artist on the Archie series. That makes a little more sense. Yeah, that actually, okay. Apparently, Um, he had his own side story at one point called Glenn Scarpelli in Hollywood that found him hanging with pals like Mr. T, Cindy Lauper, and Brooke Shields. We have to find this. Oh my god. Yes, we do. (laughs) I I also would like to point out that there was another great crossover uh, where they had, and this is one of the rare ones where they didn't change the name, and I guess Glenn Scarpelli was an example of that too. Uh, but, but it was when, you know, our, our favorite president, uh, and I'm being sincere when I say that, uh, yes. Bar- Barack Obama. Our personal favorite our president. Our personal favorite president, Barack Obama, crossed over with one of my least favorite personal contenders for vice president, Sarah Palin. Both made an appearance in an issue, uh-huh. which is a wild thing. That is pretty crazy. Archie does not usually get political, and, and I... of course he didn't get overtly political. No. I the mean, fact that politics were mentioned at all is a very weird thing. It really is, because the whole story just revolves around Archie's running for student body president and Reggie's running for student body president. Which, of course, they are. Archie pretends to be endorsed. Well, I'm sorry, Why Veronica. Why Veronica not win? Ve- I have no idea. Veronica takes a picture secretly of Archie with President Obama, posts it on, like, the Riverdale blue and gold newspaper. Why was he with President Obama? Because they went to the Future and Energy c- oh, Conference okay. or something. Um 
But they basically just use it as publicity and fakely say that Obama endorsed RJ, which is wild to claim. And then uh, Reggie and, and Trula twist. assume that, that our, like, Barack Obama isn't going to be, like, seeing this claim they've made and disputing it. I mean, if there's a picture, I feel like that's gonna get to him very quickly. They'd just be like, hey, who's this weird picture of you I and this like redhead? I feel like nobody would give a shit. It's probably true. They just he'd just be like, well, there's uh, a lot of pictures of Barack Obama with people. Yeah, that's true. And I'm sure sometimes they're like, Barack Obama endorsed me as the best mattress salesman in town. That's a good point. I mean, what is it? He there was a diner in the town I went to school in that had him sign a mm-hmm. receipt, I think, and they put that on the wall and said he like wrote like good burgers or something like yep. that on their receipt. Um, but yeah, so Trula Twist is running Reggie's campaign, and Trula Twist we'll talk about for a second. She was we mainly mentioned her in the past. We did. She was mainly just like I don't know. She wants Jughead to like girls for some reason. Yeah, she just she's got a whole thing about it. Another Cheryl Blossom, um, but like the Reggie's or the Jughead Cheryl Blossom, yeah. you know, like focused on fucking up Reggie's life or Jughead's life. God, <laughs> I keep saying Reggie because she's because working it... with Reggie in this ca- yeah. campaign, and they get. Fake Sarah Palin nomination, but it just kind of spirals out. Um, there's just... I mean, there was an Edward Cullen crossover. Was there really? There was really. Uh, they didn't name him, um, but... Just Shiny Vampire Boy? The arc title was called Twilight, spelled L-I-T-E instead of L-I-G-H-T, so <laughs> nice. there's that. Uh, Jason Voorhees, you mentioned George Takei made an appearance once. Oh, yeah. Which, I don't know, that... I remember that. Like a lot it of Archie comics Kevin probably didn't thing, age wasn't well. It? Yeah. Um, there's a Ninja Turtles crossover. Of course there is. Punisher crossover. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I want to read that one. Yes. Um, I would also like to point out that the cover of the Archie comic with oh, Obama wow. and Sarah Palin, would you like to describe that for us, so Megan? So we have here, Archie's standing in the center of the, the frame, of course he is, and saying, wow, I guess anything's possible. Behind him, Betty and Veronica are just gazing forward. Lovingly. Mm-hmm. And they are in, of course, Pop Tate's chocolate shop. And in the foreground here, we have a very luscious chocolate milkshake. Very. Um, lots of foam on top, I guess. Whatever. Something. And uh, we have bubbles. Sarah Palin and Barack Obama both drinking out of it with separate straws in the same milkshake. And the name of the <laughs> arc is Campaign Pain. Which, Which is not even a good. They also have a phrase. little uh, U.S. like seal uh, yes. in the bottom corner there that's got the you know eagle with the olive branch. But instead of a uh, you know handful of arrows or whatever, it's a <laughs> it's a chocolate float <laughs> in the other claw. Good, good. It's a very good one. And of course, we'll share this on our Instagram. Of as course. Well. Um, but oh my god, like we could go on. For literally hours. I mean, Sharknado. Apparently, I'm just glancing over at Ezra's screen yeah, here. Yeah, this is... we do have Archie versus Sharknado, which you will need to get me a copy I'm, of. I'm gonna please. need to find that one for sure. I'm just reading now. Um, the plot in the comic was in line with the plot of Sharknado Three. Oh hell no! Archie and his friends were on vacation when the deadly tornadoes that sent sharks flying through the air attacked. Riverdale was in the path of it, of course. Um. Oh my god, it's, I don't know, there's some weird stuff where in one of the stars of the Sharknado films is Tara Reid, who played Melody in the Josie and the Pussycats film, but, yeah, I mean, 
as far as crossovers, I think Archie really runs the gamut for weird ones. He really does. Definitely a lot more, like, sanctioned stuff than I would have ever thought, too. I remember yes. when I first heard of um, Afterlife with Archie, which is the zombie... Very dark zombie Very dark, tale. yeah. yeah. Um, it was sort of early on, at least it was the first I'd heard of the Archie horror series that were happening. Yes, that was back in 2013. And, um, and that, it actually predates the Archie horror island. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it was real. Like, I thought it was like a, a spoof or parody of Archie. Right. And then I realized it wasn't, and that was, of course, before The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, right. which is a much darker twist on... Yeah, and that's a gorgeous graphic novel, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to talk about that sometime. Uh, since we mentioned a little bit, it was such a departure. Yeah. Apparently, the idea for Afterlife with Archie came about because it was based off of a variant cover for uh, Life with Archie, the Married Life, um, oh. that was zombie-themed, done by Francesco Francavilla. Interesting. Um, so they just took that, they launched it in 2013, it was a huge hit, sold out, yeah. so they kept doing it, and then they did Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which they followed up with... Um, Jughead The Hunger, which I, yep. it's been going on since 2017. That's I didn't crazy. Realize. I know there's um, several volumes out. Yeah. Uh, Vampironica followed soon after, um, but it wasn't until Chilling Adventures of Sabrina number 2 until the Archie Horror imprint was actually created. Okay. Yeah, so uh, the first one and all like most of the Afterlife with Archie stuff was before that. Interesting. Which, all of those except for Blossoms Triple Six, which we have, and Jughead The Hunger versus Vampironica... They're all still going. Yeah. Yeah. The, those two were just kind of like one shot, mm-hmm. six issues or so, or five issues. But yeah, we've got some. Was Vampironica was a one shot? That's still going. Really? Yeah. It, there's new issues like oh, every great. few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's been going for about a year now. Um, that's the newest addition to the kind of uh, list, as far as I can tell. And these will have to be their own episode at some point. Definitely, definitely, definitely. It really, it does make a lot of sense, because there's a lot of people like us who grew up on Archie comics, Mm -hmm. and now, as adults, we continue to read comics and graphic novels regularly. Oh, yeah. And we appreciate the nostalgia of Archie comics, but don't get the same, uh... Uh, Satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't... They're not as compelling... At this point, because we know what a good story looks like, yeah, right. And so it's really great. Like I mentioned before, the new Archie graphic novel, which even set apart from the Archie horror, yes. is an awesome graphic novel. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Like beautiful a art. Great no. story. Mark Wade does a story. Who's a comics vet? He's been around forever. And it's not, you know, like three pages of goofs. It's yeah. It's a real story. It's line. a real story. Like it's Which is the difference between these new Archie series and right. the old. Which is fair. Like, you know, you're looking at different age right. ranges. And you're looking um, for a different product. Yeah. But I, I personally really love the Archie horror just because it's so not Archie. Like yeah. you know, and for them to so long be behind that really like we are pure, we are sanctified, mm-hmm. we're wholesome. All that shit. We are wholesome. And then for them, you know, twenty fifteen, I think it was, they did the Archie Horror. I can look, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, they were just like, we're going for it. They embraced it. Yeah, because they realized it's a market that they could tap. Yeah. And it's a cool one. Yeah. I mean, it's the very cool. plot of Blossoms Triple Six is that they're both trying to be who figure out who gets to be the Antichrist. Yeah, which I'm excited <laughs> to read. It's so good. Um. But yeah, I think yeah. that they've done a lot of interesting things in the past decade oh yeah that have really changed the 
company, I think. I definitely think so. I mean, for the better, I I think, too. The only kind of long-form storytelling we got was the weird, like, parts one through seven that were in five different copies of, like, Archie Digest. And if you didn't subscribe to it, which we... I maybe had a brief Archie subscription when I was a teen. Right. That was, like, a Christmas present, like, a year subscription. And was that the Digests? It was for one of the Digests. Okay. Probably Betty and Veronica. But the if best. you didn't have a subscription and you were just getting, like, picking it up at the grocery store when you went shopping or the bookstore. Right. You didn't get these story arcs. You would get, like, part three of the <laughs> yeah. Hot Tub Mystery or whatever. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that was from the R2XXX series yeah. that they did for a while. Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. Um, Goes back in time and sees Fred. Yes, it's, like, exactly. also a mashup with... Back to the Future. Maybe they did do that. Who knows? Mrs. Andrews, like, falls in love with Archie. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, like, they, they also did the Archie's Weird Mysteries, I think it was called. Oh, yeah, God, which was I that TV show that. Um, in the uh, early 2000s. That'll have to be part of our Watch It series. I, I flipped over to their wiki page just real quick to just take a look, and I saw a, a heading called The Archie's in Jugman, which... I don't, okay. I can't parse that sentence. Um, and it, it, apparently, so it's a television film that they produced, and it's just like the same thing. It's more, you know, weird adventures in Riverdale. Mm-hmm. But it's called The Archies and Jugman, and I just can't. Where did that title come from? Yeah, I don't know about that one, guys. Jugman. Anyway, uh, that's, cool. that's Jug, that's, was it Jug Dad's original name? Jugman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jug Dad. Jug Dad and Jug Mom. Anyway, uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week, folks. Yep. Um, this has been a heck of a dive into some of the weird, wacky corners that Archie's been There's to. just so much content here. Yeah. I mean, it's daunting and exciting at the same time, yeah. honestly. I can't imagine ever running out of weird Archie stuff to talk about. Especially since it's still going. Yeah. I mean, even, I, even if we were to somehow cover all the past material. There's digests every like would month. would be gargantuan tasks. Not to mention all we'll the We'll just get into, like, live-action read-throughs of <laughs> Archie Digest. <laughs> we'll do um, cine-comics of us, like, where we'll take pictures and then add word bubbles of us <laughs> yeah. acting out Archie comics or something. Oh, that sounds like nobody wants to watch that. We've definitely got to do at least one now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, so, I've been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And, once again, uh, we would just like to plug ourselves with... The Instagram, Riverdale High AV, uh, where we're going to be posting fun stuff and pictures from things we talk about in the episode, whether it's a cover or some weird panel or just an out-of-context thing. There's a lot yes. of those. Um, yeah, and, then and also if you want to email. email us, that's RiverdaleHighAVClub at gmail.com. And if you want to send us your thoughts, your feedback, your criticism... Or your favorite Archie comics that you want us to talk about. Yeah, if you Take have... screenshots. Send us pictures of your folded up comics. Please do. We if you have any suggestions discuss. for Dilton Doyle's Fantabulous Contrabulations, I'm always taking submissions. If you have a copy of Archie vs. Sharknado, please tell me. Yeah. We can talk about a trade where we'll send you, <laughs> yeah. you know, World of Archie Jumbo Comics number 93. Yes. Uh, a very fair trade. <laughs> a very fair was trade. Um, or you could just scan some pictures in for us. That works too. Um, but yes, so thank you very much. And we'll see you in the next
I don't know why I just froze. 